Hey kids, have you heard something interesting for Parshas Mishpatim yet? Come listen, I have one. Did you hear how I said it? Mishpatim. Most people pronounce that word Mishpatim. But I want you to hear how it sounds according to the rules of Dikduk. Mishpatim. Parshas Mishpatim. So let's say you're a girl, and there's another girl in class who is bothering you. She's not a full-on bully, but... For some reason, she hit you with the jump rope on purpose during recess. So the first time it happened, you made nothing of it. Never mind. Kids, that's right. Never be mocked on small things. You will be a happier person and will avoid a lot of fights. Never be mocked on small things. I'll say it once more. Never be mocked on small things. But when it happened again, let's call her Hadassah. Hadassah banged the jump rope onto your shoulder on purpose while you were jumping in the middle. Okay, so you can just walk away, but I understand why it bothers you. So you do like the Rambam says to do. You approach Hadassah and you say, Hadassah, why did you bang the jump rope onto me? It hurts, you know. Please don't. The Rambam says, it's actually a mitzvah to tell the person that you don't like it and ask for an explanation. But... Don't do it with a whining voice. Stop! Or even, please don't! Because Hadassah will most likely laugh and do it again. Try to stay calm, cool, and collected and say, please don't. I learned that tone from my Uncle Marty. When I was a boy, I used to have fun roughhousing with my Uncle Marty. One time it became too much for him. I was hanging off his shoulders and head. So he told me, please don't with a serious face. Not frowning or anything, just serious. Can you put on a serious face and say to her, please don't. So that is how you said it to Hadassah. Please don't. Now, if she really did it by accident, you would be able to tell from Hadassah's voice that she meant no harm. She would say, Oi, I'm so sorry, I didn't realize. You can tell in her voice that the girl had an honest mistake, but Hadassah spinning the jump rope didn't say it that way. She just giggled and ignored you. Okay. The next day, it got out of hand. Hadassah kept on hitting you with the jump rope. But now, it's in front of a lot of girls who laugh at you, and you're embarrassed. After school, you go home, and you cry to your mother about what happened. Your mother calls Hadassah's mother on the phone. Hadassah's mother is very upset at Hadassah. And she brings her over to your house in order to apologize to you. Now, it could be that you wouldn't feel like forgiving Hadassah. You're not even sure that Hadassah is sincere. Maybe she doesn't really mean it. But your Mora just taught you something from Parshas Mishpatim. That it's not Hadassah. Hashem made it happen. When two men get into a fight and one gets injured, the Torah states that a doctor is allowed to heal him. And the question is, why would I think that the doctor is not allowed to heal him? And the answer is from Rashi and Babakama. You might think that since Hashem decreed that he gets hurt, who are you to go cancel the decree and to heal him? That's why the Torah says, You can go and heal him. You have Hashem's permission. But look, who injured the man? The case is that one man hurt the other one in a fight. 
So how is it considered that Hashem decreed it? Yomora explained that no one can hurt anyone else unless Hashem wants you to get hurt. You can't even hurt yourself unless Hashem decrees it. So you think to yourself, Hadassah hit me with the jump rope? No, Hashem decreed that I should get hurt. It could have been a dog bite instead, or I could have tripped and fell. It's not Hadassah's fault. My loving Father in Heaven sent me a bang on my shoulder for a kapara. I'll forgive Hadassah.